Sisters, on this episode number 159 of the Good Morning Guys podcast, thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and to play. I'm one of your four hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the judge of the jury and the executioner of fake news and spoilers, Patrick Novacell. Hi. Hi. On his left and my right, the volleyball and beast of the East, you can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. Greetings and salutations. To you as well, my friend. And then last, but certainly not least, the final member of our GMG Quadfecta, who's got music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain and La Carreta in his old stomacho, Mark Boucher. Let me ask you a question here. Which weighs more, a gallon of water or a gallon of butane? They're both a gallon. Wrong, sir. Water weighs more because butane is a lighter fluid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, coming out firing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on no. all cylinders. No, I should have been prepared. <laughs> Bless you, man. That, uh, that's how I. That's how I know it's a good dad joke when it makes me sneeze. So, bark, mark, bark, <laughs> bark, bark. <laughs> bark? Since you, since you won the greeting contest, you get to go first. Share your update with us. What's been going on? We hear you started a new job today. So first. Well. Give us the dirty details about your boss. Well, first off, you heard correctly. Um, secondly, I, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, there's a second. Too early. A second Let's hear it. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have bad things to say about my boss. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on then. Uh, Ronnie, it's your turn. Okay. Talk about your boss. Talk Anything about your bad? boss. <laughs> All right. We're just going right we're just going. We're just, we're just attacking immediately. We're just. We're just talking about bosses. Yeah. You know, That's I really the, like my boss. I really don't have a single bad thing dang. to say. All right, Patrick. Next. I, I mean, if you could have got me like at different points in my career, and I would have had a novel for you. But right now, it's well, been good. That's great. good. I'm glad you lucked mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Good. No, we, good. we can loop. We can loop back. Mark, you go ahead. Sure. Go sure. Bark. What's been going okay. on with life? Go bark. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. So obviously, um, in the past week, I have quit one job and started another um my last uh my last day of my previous job was actually um this past wednesday uh which was which was nice because i actually had a four-day weekend uh which was which was really cool um had some time to just chill out before starting the new job and everything and um you know got some got some gaming in got some um just chilling out and just preparing for the new job. So, um, but before I started my new job, I actually, uh, on Saturday, um, and this kind of bleeds into gaming time, but, um, 
So had a good buddy of mine. Uh, he is Watson from the Co-op Trio podcast. Yeah. Uh, he basically did a subathon on Saturday for his Twitch channel. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So he did. Uh, he did twelve. Well, technically, he actually did fifteen hours of streaming. He started Ooh. out setting it at twelve, um, twelve hours. But basically, so for every sub that he would, subscription to Twitch that he would get. He would eat uh, one of those bean boozled beans. Uh, yeah, and don't, uh, don't get that vomit is, or boogers or something like that. Yeah, that is gross. That's at least your worries. Give me toothpaste. No, wait, vomit's the worst. <laughs> yeah, and, Tooth, and toothpaste is good. Yeah, and the the horrible thing was like he got a bunch of subs right at the start of the stream, so he like compiled all that. So he was eating like like handfuls like of twelve. <laughs> <laughs> rotten egg and skunk all in, intertwined Ugh. yeah oh, dishwater yeah. <laughs> yep and he and like for every i think like five or ten subs he would drink like those random sodas like cucumber soda and ranch dressing soda and yeah th- those are that's a thing so and and also an incentive so this is really saddens me, but you know that's just the way things are. He does not like bacon, and more yeah. for me. What? <laughs> and and so one of his incentives was for a certain amount of subs, he would eat some, eat some bacon on stream. Yeah, uh, I don't like bacon either. I'm gonna eat bacon on stream. <laughs> that's an excuse. <laughs> but uh, no, he did he did a great job, and I actually got to play uh, with him on Saturday night. Played a bunch of uh, Splitgate. Uh, got to introduce him to that because um, he had it he had it on his computer, but he hadn't fired it up yet, um, and he absolutely loved it um, to the point where on actually no he streamed on Friday, and then on Saturday night I streamed, and he joined me as I played Splitgate. I played some Splitgate. An apex on Saturday night, which was a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. Had quite a few people come out, so that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sunday, so my in-laws uh, basically had um, kind of promised me for my birthday um, that we would go to. We have like a, a VR arcade here in in town, and. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, but unfortunately it didn't end up happening on the weekend of my birthday, um, just for logistical reasons. And my, my father-in-law couldn't be there and all that kind of stuff. So, so a few weeks later, that being this past Sunday, uh, we all ended up going as a family. So my, my mother and my father-in-law who have never tried a VR device ever, uh, yeah, actually got to play some VR. Now my father-in-law, he used to actually play video games like. We actually, for a good while, um, we were part of a um, part of a clan. Uh, it was actually a COD, uh, Call of Duty clan, um, and we um, we played a lot of Call of Duty together. But he kind of stopped playing, so he's familiar with more modern video games. But obviously, VR is way different. So um, so they got into into playing um, playing some. I don't. I'm trying to remember what what he played um it was a zombie game for sure um did I think you it was film like, any of it i i only filmed my mother-in-law because oh, that she, was that would have been my choice too yeah 
because she actually um she actually wanted to do it because she's a teacher and a lot of her um well she's a professor and a lot of her stuff uh involves um, education technology and different kinds of technology and things like that mm-hmm. so she wanted to share with her class her experience with um, playing in vr and so she actually um she tried a couple of different vr experiences like one was like a roller coaster and the other one i think she was like flying a like a spaceship of some kind um like it's like real sci-fi type stuff and and so I, I have some video of her on the on the roller coaster one and she's like literally screaming as she's going down the coaster in nice. this vr game um i think it was called drop dead duel the one that my father-in-law was playing and i ended up playing um so which is very much like a you know zombie sort of sort of on rail shooter um zombie game um my wife uh, Kristen ended up playing um some fnaf some five nights at freddy's vr which she did one night and she was about done with it um because it, it gets, gets pretty scary um mm-hmm. Um, and then I also played, uh, it was like one of those like legit NASCAR simulate simulator things where it's like the full on, you know, steering wheel with the pedals and all that kind of stuff. Um, I sucked hardcore at that. <laughs> I think I was like 35th out of 40. Um, but, but it was really fun. I had, I had a lot of fun, uh, going there and I was glad that we finally got to do it. And I watched my, my father-in-law and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law played as well. They were kind of going back and forth, uh, between playing the game and watching their little one. Cause they had to have him, uh, with us. So, but it was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, and then, um, of course the new job, um, today was, was basically kind of info dump central for me. Um, so there's a lot of just kind of general overview type stuff of what I'll be doing with the job and the expectations of the job. Um, so the the company has sent me some uh, has sent me like uh, equipment and stuff in order to be able to you know do the job like computer and and monitors and all that kind of stuff. Um, so the monitors have arrived. The keyboard and the mouse have arrived. The headset that I need has arrived. The computer has not arrived. <laughs> and so, um, unfortunately... I think you need that for the job. Yeah, Pretty it, sure. was, it was slightly important. Um, so, uh, obviously, I had to use my, my personal PC for that today. But um, it should be in tomorrow. But it kind of made things pretty difficult in terms of you know, getting started properly. Like there's a lot of things we're going to have to set up in terms of uh, the software that we're using and the VPN and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was mostly a lot of, a lot of just overview type stuff and expectations and a lot of um, getting to meet people. Now, of course I'm working from home. I'm not living in Cincinnati. I don't go into the office. So all these people I'm, I'm meeting via, you know, video chat via uh, Microsoft Teams and all that. So um, I got to, to talk with, you know, um, uh, one of the, the bosses and uh, one of the heads of another team and then all of my other team members, um, which was great. And it uh, uh, ended out the day. And Pat, I'm so glad that we actually ended out the day with Eric because uh, he just he just kind of rounded things out and he was like, 
he's ever the encourager, man. He's like, yeah, buddy, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're with us. I'm glad you're part of the team. And he was just super encouraging. It's just a, an awesome way to kind of end my first day. Um, so we'll be uh, hitting the ground running again tomorrow, obviously. And uh, hopefully my, my laptop will show up at some point earlier in the day. Hopefully I'll have time to, to get it set up during the workday, but we'll see. But uh, yeah, overall, it's been it's been a good start. It's a lot of information because, like I said, I'm I'm new to this industry and everything, so it's a lot to take in. But but we'll get there, and it'll be it'll be good. Nice. Yeah, that is pretty much my week. I'm excited though for uh, is it is it Kina? Is that how you pronounce it? Or Kenya? Kina? Kina, I think it's, it's Kina. the Bridge of Spirits. Yeah, Kina okay. Bridge of Spirits comes out tomorrow. Tonight. Tonight, technically, yes. Um, so I'll be uh I'll be getting started on that. So I'll have an update for for you guys next week. Oh, did you buy it? I will be buying it. Oh, I pre-ordered it. Nice. Yeah. I don't pre-order games, but the game looks fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, that's it for me. Sweet. Patrick, why don't you go ahead and uh, continue the fun? Sure. Uh, I'll just, let me just let me just go straight into the uh, today's you know first day with Mark. I mean, like he said, it was just a big overview, gave him some expectations, uh, threw him a curveball without having a laptop. So you passed. Good job. Uh, we'll try it again tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, it was, you know, it, the more training will we'll come uh uh, throughout the week, uh, but uh, but yeah, it was just first day stuff. Um, this past week, I've watched a couple movies, and uh, the first movie was Malignant. It's that HBO Max like horror movie. That movie, it's like if you like horror movies, uh, then this movie would be interesting uh, because they do something new. Uh, there's a twist that's never been done before, uh, so it was really surprising. Uh, and I really liked that the, the 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 first scene. I'm like watching it, and the acting is so bad. I thought we were watching like it was showing like a someone watching a movie in the movie. You know what I mean? Like someone's on the couch and they're watching this. It was that bad uh, of a, of acting. And mm-hmm. yes, and there's there's a lot of bad acting in this movie. Uh, but it's it was it was fun. I mean, it was I if. I don't want to give too much away because there's a lot of it is spoiler. Like a lot of it is spoiler. Um, but it was, it, there's uh, not really jump scares, but it was just very interesting. You're wanting to know what's going to come next. Um, so it was really cool. Uh, I would probably give that uh, <clears throat> a seven out of 10. I mean, it was good. No, nothing great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so then I went on uh, the same train and that uh, new movie Candyman came out. Uh, oh, really? Jordan Peele. Yeah, uh, I watched that. It was awful. I didn't, <laughs> like, I didn't like it at all. Um, it took forever. There's a lot. There's some things that happen in the movie. I'm like, what? Why? What is? What's happening? Why aren't we talking about this? Why have you not done anything about this? Um, that, I mean, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it because it, not, not, it doesn't happen. Um, so the main character he gets bit or stung by a bee, and uh, on his on his arm, and through on or on his hand. And throughout the rest of the movie, his hand gets worse and his arm gets worse and like really, really bad. 
And he's just looking at it and he's just picking at it. And I'm like, why are you not at the doctor right now? Like well, you never, you never like, pick like, at it. I'm not even, I'm not even worried about this candy man that they're talking about. Like get, take, get your arm taken care of. This is ridiculous. I give that uh, because of that. I give it a three out of 10. It was just, Oh, I just could not get my mind off of it. It was just so, it was so bad. Um, mm. Yeah. I, it was, it was, it was bad. I didn't really like it at all. Um, but uh, nothing really happened in the life front. Um, Bengals lost this past week. They're one on one now. Fantasy teams two and zero, so that's that's uh, that's good. Uh, but the big chunk of my week this past week has been days gone. Uh, this is our GMG VGBC game of the month quarter or whatever it is. Um, this game is supposed to be like a sixty or eighty hour game. Yeah, something um, like that. And I played, I played, um, what three or four nights, and um, I looked and see where I was. I am halfway through, okay. um, and so it's fun. The game mechanic is great. Um, one thing that is surprising about the game is the main character, uh, Austin Saint John, whatever his name is, Bacon Saint John. What is his name? Deacon. 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 I was going to say the Saint Red John. Ranger is <laughs> yeah, the Red Ranger. I don't know. That's why it was. Yeah. Austin St. John was the original Red Ranger. Uh, but Deacon St. <laughs> John, uh, he yells all the time, like absolutely just yells. And we're no one else yells. It's not really like, a good idea when you're worried about like freaker zombies coming well, after you because you're being too loud. Well, it's weird. You're trying dr- to be you're, heard. You're riding all. a motorcycle, which is loud. And that's why he's yelling. But nobody else yells. Like you're doing a ride along with another guy that's or another uh, girl that's on a bike, and they're talking normal, and he's yelling. Like, or there's a, there's someone on on the back of your bike, and he's yelling to the top of his lungs, and the person behind him's you know whisper quiet. Uh, it's it's so jarring. Like I'm like, whoa, why are you yelling? No, I, we can hear you. Um, I don't know if this was like if they did the the voiceover individually and they couldn't play off of each other uh it was just it's just so it's very jarring that's the only thing only um annoying thing about this game the rest of the game is great uh there's so many things to do it's like the um 80s dream of a game because you're always doing something there's like oh it's over here oh what's over here you know like you're never gonna get to the missions like grand theft auto you're i'm never able to get to the mission um, there's always something to do and it's really, really fun. Um, upgrading the camps and things like that to get, to get new weapons, new gear, upgrade your bike. Um, there's on, on for your bike, you can actually upgrade it or like the upgrade, like the, the look of it. And there's like, um, co- uh, the concrete genie is on there. God of war, uh, uncharted, uh, kind of, uh, decals that you can put on it. It's really cool. Um, so right now I have the God of war on it. Uh, but it's 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 a ton Boy. of yeah it's a ton of fun absolute ton of fun. Uh, it is not to be played around the kids. This game mm-hmm. is, you know, I mean, it's custastic if that's a word. It's crazy. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> um, put it on the box. But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm really digging this uh, uh, this game, and I'm looking forward to seeing how the whole story plays out. Very nice. Yeah. And that's about it. Sweet, for me. sweet. All right, Ronnie. How about you, my friend? Uh, speaking of games, uh, mm-hmm. I started a 
old game for the second time today, and that is uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, actually. Nice. Okay. So I've been on the fence about buying like a new game, and I went out and looked, and nothing like nothing really jumped out, you know. So I always try to like take a step back and wait, you know, for a game that really that I see that really is going to come out and you know grab me. And uh, I haven't really seen that yet. Days Gone actually seems cool. I think that's a PlayStation only game, if I'm not mistaken, though. It is right. Um, but you're welcome to buy a PlayStation. So on that front. There's a pretty fair possibility that within, I don't know, the next four or five months that I might have a PlayStation. Oh, really? Um, how, how so? Well, um, one of the things I did these past two weeks is I signed a lease for an apartment. Uh-huh. In January. So uh, happening now, whether <laughs> you know whether, whether I'm ready or not, it, like it, it or is, not. Yeah, we put the we put the deadline on it now. So. Um, so yeah, so so we found the apartment that we liked and uh, went ahead and signed a lease. So early in January is when I'll be moving. Now, um, I think I kind of went over in a little bit of detail. Like the reason I'm selling my house is because prices are crazy. And yeah, really everybody has their price. That's pretty much the only reason I'm selling my house. Yeah, <laughs> is, good is, time to sell, sell, sell. I'm not going to stay here forever. So it doesn't really make sense to not sell now when the prices are high. I don't know if I mentioned it before, but our our house doubled in price since we it's bought it 13 years done. ago. Like doubled. Yep. Like it's crazy. Yep. It is just, uh, it's, I mean, like the market is just crazy. And um, yeah, since I'm not staying here, it just doesn't make any sense. But with that being said, since, you know, I will probably do pretty well on my house and then move into an apartment. Well, I'm I'm gonna treat myself to probably a couple of things. Mm, yes, and, you are. Uh, new gaming system is definitely one. Potentially two new gaming systems. I'm really not sure yet if I'm gonna get both of them Ooh. or not. Um, well, whenever you're in the market to find one, you know who to know ask. a guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just got uh, Tim Pollan one PS5 today. Did you? Yes, I did. Nice, nice. Yeah. The um, magic hands, <laughs> just like yeah. Grogu. Yeah, when I'm ready, I definitely will. Um, I, I think that, you know, I've been thinking a lot about it. And when you think Xbox and PlayStation, I'm going to like things about both of them. Um, but I think it may be time to graduate to a PlayStation. Graduate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Time yeah. to graduate. Uh, I mean, for the most part, I'm only playing games, uh, you know, solo. Um, it, we don't couch co-op that much more. I found that most games anymore just they don't have couch co-op <laughs> like yeah, there's not a, a ton of games out there anymore which is um which is kind of crazy i guess considering we grew up with couch co-op games like our entire lives and now they're yeah. kind of phasing out a little bit more online <clears throat> yeah it is more online um i still have been playing some rocket league not a crazy amount it has died off a little bit um i, I did play a little bit of gridiron but uh yeah, really the, the weekend you guys wanted to play like i was busy the whole weekend yeah we and, were too uh, we didn't even get to play together yeah and then it's oh really gone. yeah we had never got to play i played once with james <clears throat> i played a couple games with uh, a couple other guys but that's pretty much it we really did not that's, play too many i wish they just leave it there i i'm surprised they don't leave it there for the like the remainder of the nfl season that exactly just do it during the nfl season that's popular so why wouldn't they leave it yeah um but that's pretty much a drop it shot. The... Drop shot's not even a real game. Yeah, drop shot is uh 
it can be fun, but it's yeah. Sure. I mean, you have to you have to fly pretty well. I feel like. But like the other, like, the other like game styles are real games. Like you have the hockey one, you have the basketball one, and then you have drop mm-hmm. shot, which is like, I mean, yeah. is there a game out there where you make the floor collapsible and people fall through it? No. That sounds like a Japanese game show. I mean, it does, but <laughs> it's not. It's not the majority. Uh, now that you talk about it, and it does remind me a little bit of uh, one of those crazy Japanese game shows where they dub it in English and it's yeah. just total nuts. Yeah, they're just wacky. Like, yeah. just like just throw people, people down hospital. a garbage chute and like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just some random crazy stuff. True. <laughs> um, but yeah, on on the life front, that's that's pretty much it. I did watch a movie um, this past weekend, and it's kind of a bizarre movie. I've wanted to see it. it it's called The Interview with James Franco. <laughs> no uh, way! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mention it, but I watched it last week too. Did the one you? That got yes. banned. Yeah. So I watched it. Yeah, I can imagine why. Um, yeah, I watched it. Um, I really like James Franco, like, and those guys are just hilarious. Like everything they, they do is really funny. Like I think pineapple express is like hysterical the whole time. Um, even though they're really obviously stupid comedy. And this one, I was like, I was a little disappointed. I didn't like love it. Like I thought I would actually, I mean, there were some definitely some funny parts and everything. Like Franco's character was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I, like I just didn't find myself like crazy interested in it. Like, yeah, I would give it a five out of ten. And unfortunately, uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco will never be working together again. Why is that? Uh, Seth Rogen has publicly stated that he will not work with James Franco ever again because of some allegations that have been made on James Franco. Ah, hmm. yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah for a little while there it was like one movie a year i feel like from those guys yeah like, yeah just always something yeah and they were always like pretty funny so um but yeah i mean that's that's really pretty much it for me i last week i was not this past weekend but the weekend before like i kind of started to feel a little bit gross like on the weekend like i started to feel a little sick mm. um and i think tuesday was my last day being like feeling not great uh and i say like I hate to say sick because it's like during the COVID time and everybody's like, oh, did you have COVID? Yeah. No, not really. Uh, it really just seemed like I ate something bad and like I, like my stomach was just upset for a couple of days. Um, but yeah, that's that's why I was not, uh, that's why I wasn't there on Monday. But um, yeah, honestly, I don't, uh, other than the apartment, like we're still working on the house uh, to get some stuff ready. But uh, yeah. That's pretty much it for me, Lucas. What's going on with you? All right. Well, I have uh, I have some games to liven up your week, Ronnie. I can't uh, wait. I played some special <laughs> platinum hunting games that I think you're going to love so much that you're going to be perfectly fine never having played them because you'll get enough out of me from them. All right. So uh, this week, I actually... Uh, I can't say I took a break from Hades, but I was able to squeeze in four different games for Platinums. Do you know why I was able to squeeze in these four games? Because they took 20 minutes each? That is correct. (laughs) So, the first game I played is called Bouncy Bullets. It is a first-person shooter. You have a Gatling gun. This doesn't sound bad so far. Wait a sec. Just give me a second. I'm getting all the cool (laughs) stuff out of the way first. You have a Gatling gun. That is semi-automatic, which means you don't hold down the button to shoot. You have to click the button over and over and over again to shoot. Well, button jamming games. 
it's a button jamming game. Your left button shoots yellow bullets. Your right button shoots pink bullets. And your enemies are yellow and pink as well. So you can imagine when you see a yellow enemy, you shoot it with a pink. No. I would have thought it would have been the opposite you're, too. You're dead. What? What? <laughs> no, you're supposed to shoot it with it's uh, the same color. It's a it's a matching game, like for children. And these enemies that are colored pink and yellow, they look like the the flappy inflatable men outside of <laughs> tube uh, men? the, the a wacky car, wa- a car. waving inflatable arm flailing tube men. Yeah, yeah, from from a yeah. car dealership. <laughs> <laughs> And they're all over, like they're all over each level, and they they shoot bullets at you, and you shoot bullets back at them, and uh, you just pretty much have to get through levels and shoot them, jump onto platforms, avoid laser beams, uh, and that's it. And in thirty minutes, uh, actually a little more than twenty minutes, I got the platinum, and I give it four point nine out of ten bouncy platforms. Four point. Uh, I don't know about. That's you guys low. and your experience with platforming uh, in first person, I do not like it. No. It, yeah, the depth perception is not fun. Like You're like, oh, I'm right on that ledge. And then you see yourself falling into a distant endless abyss and you die. Yeah. I like, think I stopped in on your stream while you were doing that. And I think yes. it was a particular spot where you were like trying to, to jump to like platforms over and over and you kept oh. missing. And, and, and not... It, and it was the most floaty control. So like yeah. you press left and you let off of left, it still moves left. Like, <laughs> like it has no control. Your character has no control. And the same is true when you bounce off of stuff. It just keeps going left and you just can't. It's uncontrollable. It's awful. To be honest, Anyways. having to jump on platforms in first or third person sucks. It does. And I had to like point the camera down. So can you, if you can imagine like... <laughs> looking Looking straight down and jumping i can't i don't know where i'm going forward but i'm like (laughs) i'm on top of this bouncy pad i'm gonna get there eventually it was awful Uh, the next one the the next one i played is called hashtag sanuka attack how about that thing sounds Sounds magical doesn't it oh well i i think it was (laughs) <laughs> it was weird. It starts out with a, a news anchor talking on the television, actually speaking gibberish, like, and then it says below, a virus has broken out. And so, what do you do when a virus is broken out? You Were you just watching the stick. news? You're watching the news, and then <laughs> your character gets a pool stick and starts to hit human sized pool balls that can float throughout rooms to hit buttons and switches and open doors. Because that's what you do when a virus what you do it's <laughs> it was bizarre i had no it made no sense whatsoever and it took me half the game which when i say half the game it took me 10 minutes to figure out that <laughs> if you hold down the the, the q tick stick button you actually can like pull it back like a pinball machine and then when you let go it'll hit it harder I, at the first few levels i was like tapping it like the gatling gun in in bouncy bullets <laughs> and just like tapping the little cue ball that's floating in the air or the the pool ball and hitting these red switches you had to like hit the pool balls into red switches and you hit enough switches and it would open up a door and uh you know once i finished the 12 levels i got the platinum trophy and i immediately deleted it two and a half out of ten man-sized pool balls yeesh yeah that was the bottom of the barrel there i mean the Actually, all four of these were pretty much the bottom of the barrel. Okay. <laughs> they were pretty bad. Uh, the next one is called Paradox Error. It's a very bizarre platformer. 
that has Nintendo graphics with Game Boy colors. So can you imagine how pretty this was? Um, your character is pretty much the stunt double for Powder, except he has no clothes on, and he just jumps around, <laughs> and he you have to avoid spikes and pitfalls, and... Is this rated M for mature? <laughs> well, well, he's not anatomically correct, so he's just kind of like a mannequin, I guess. Okay, uh, but he reminded me of Powder because he had like you know eyeballs and a smile on his face. I don't know why he had a smile on his face because there was nothing really fun about this game. <laughs> <laughs> but it only took 15 minutes to get the platinum. I spent 10 minutes on the second level, like trying to figure out what it wanted me to do. It was awful. Uh, three out of 10 monochromatic sunrises only well, because it 10, was sh- that may be your lowest ranking <laughs> oh. no no the last one the, yeah, I was gonna say he gave it a the hashtag sanuka attack was 2.5 oh, oh, okay. and that's it that's because it took me five minutes longer to get it done get it out of the way than the paradox error game uh the last one is the highest rated one of the four games i played <laughs> called mina and mishi that's it's a uh, oh yeah it's a top-down puzzle game with the exact same world animation graphics everything as a game i played before called milo's quest where i was a dog collecting bones and running around and charging ghosts except now i was mina and mishi and i was killing blobs and that's it like i was just exploring the realm but what made this game something special was uh your left analog stick and your left trigger controlled mishi or no, controlled Mina, and your right analog stick and your right trigger controlled Mishi. So within 30 seconds, my brain was broken. <laughs> and I was like, That's rough, man. That you expect rough. me to like separately control these characters? And honestly, after five minutes, I was like, I don't, I think I might abandon this platinum because this is, <laughs> this is a pain. Like at, at one rough. point, I like, I've, I'm, I merged them in a corner and then I just simultaneously moved the analog stick. So they kind of moved as one being because I just, I didn't like them separate. It was too much. But then I discovered that Mishi, he, he looked like a very large uh, imaginary, like he looked like, you know, the kid from Christmas story when he gets wrapped up by his mom before he goes out into the snow. Uh, he looked like a big blue version of that. And his power move was just to like do like a Zangief power spin with his fists and on top of that, he was invincible. And when I discovered that he was invincible, I went to town. Like I hid, I hid, I hid, I hid Mina in a corner, and then I would just run around with Mishi and just destroy everybody until it was safe. And they'd be like, "Mina, come on over here." And then I would control Mina. So I just started controlling them separately, killing all the enemies with Mishi, and then moving Mina over because you had to like step on switches and move little things around to open up gates. Uh, it did take me a solid. Uh, 30 minutes I think to to do it uh, and so after I beat two of probably five bosses I got the platinum I give it five out of ten Zangief spinning punches and there you go so that's uh that's Sounds Mina like and Mishi fantastic week in gaming I mean it really was it really <laughs> was but that's not all I played oh as and I you, told you oh go ahead what were we gonna you, say Mark you you played more Hades didn't you I mean <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys last week I was going to at least do I was I was limiting myself to one run a day and I tell you what I blew that go out of the water and I probably played three runs a day. Okay. Uh yeah. And it's just 
I know I've covered, you know, we've covered spoiler casts. We've covered all kinds of stuff. Uh, but I just have to say this one thing that I, I am just getting deeper and deeper into this game, falling more and more in love with the gameplay, with the, with the characters. And I'm getting into like speed running. I'm getting into, you know, increasing the heat. Uh, I'm totally off of God mode. I'm, I've gotten into the teens with the heat. Um, I'm experimenting with lots of weapons and boons this past week. I got this super, just really epic run where I was using the fists, the gloves to uh, just punch everything. And I used an aspect called Talos where it magnetizes enemies to you and you just kind of suck them to you and punch them in the face and kill them. But I'd been trying to do this duo boon called Merciful End uh, multiple times and I couldn't get it. And I talked to some guys on the Discord server that I'm a part of for Hades and they just kind of ran through some of the the concepts again with me to be like, this is what you need to do. And I went into a, a run where I literally needed four different boons. And in the first four chambers of the game, I got the four boons epic, like epic level. Mm. And so by the second area, I, was, I wasn't maxed, but I was to the point where I was reflecting and dealing damage simultaneously. And it was like melting everybody. Um, I got to the third area and the third boss where you fight uh, the bull and the man, and I beat them in 20 seconds flat. It was <laughs> bonkers. I think Pat was Pat had made it into the stream at that point, and uh, it was I, I, I was like beside myself. I was like, "This is crazy, is outrageous." It was outrageous. Like, and I was just mashing the buttons. I wasn't using any skill whatsoever. <laughs> uh, I was just like, I was so powerful. It was just like, all right, let's just let's just go unga bunga on this. There are some crazy combinations you can get in that game. Yeah, there really are. And then I got to Hades, and he has two phases. He disappears sometimes. He has like transitions where he's shielded for like a good five seconds, and I beat him in a minute. And uh, the total the total runtime was eleven minutes and forty one seconds, usually my fastest time. Dang, uh, ever I am That's pretty good. I'm, I think I'm one one weapon aspect away from having all my weapons under twenty minutes, and then from there I'm going to try to go under fifteen minutes. I don't know that I'm going to go under ten minutes for all of the weapons, but I will try at least one weapon to try to get under ten minutes um, with enough practice. I think it'll be possible, but it is. It's it's just it's such a fun game, and I, I've not I've not lost stride whatsoever in playing it. It's not gotten boring or anything. I think so, the best speaking. combination I ever got was the uh, I was using the gun, and I got the five rockets. Oh uh, yeah, as a backup, and then I got them to where they were just direct shot rockets. They weren't yes. even like the cluster shots. rockets. Dude, they were that's just awesome. direct. And then yes. I had like another damage thing on top of it. And then I think that's what I actually like completed the game on. Oh yeah. Totally. Made the full run. Yeah. It was that's, way easier. <laughs> that's like bro force type yeah. of weapon setup. You're just running yeah. through and just like shooting everything and nothing oh, yeah. can really touch you. So, so Lucas right now looks yeah. like the, re- the world record for speed run. For oh, I I've seen it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, from what I'm seeing now, it depends on what you're looking at. If you're looking at the yeah. modded one, it's like five minutes and oh, okay. I don't know if seconds. this is modded or not. What's the what's the number it gives you? Uh, five minutes fifty seven seconds. Yeah, that's the modded. That's where they like they use PC to 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 mod their path, and then they just run it as fast as they can, and they run it over and over and over again. I think I'm trying to think what the 
with the unmodded. I think the unmodded's not that much more. It's like six minutes and something. Uh, it's still really fast. It's still half the time, like uh, a little more than half the time of what but I did. Still, like, but it was my first time doing it. So at, at like, one point, the world record was 13 minutes. Right. So yeah. you're in, you're you in could have been a world territory. record holder. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's crazy is I got to the end and I had to go through three chambers of, um, of the final area. You have five chambers that you can go up to, to find the sack to feed, mm-hmm. you know, your friend. And, uh, there's been times I found it on the first time and I was praying I would find it. If I'd found it on the first time, I would have been under 10 minutes, That'd but I did, I did not. So, but I'm going to try, I'll definitely try that. Yeah. At that again. point, it's just luck, man. Like everything has oh, to go right. Totally for you to... luck. Yeah. You just gotta, so I, yeah, in game time, I mean, uh, unmodded in game time was six minutes, 29 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's That's some still lightning fast though. Yeah. It's super fast. I don't even know super if I ever got past the crazy. first boss in six minutes. No, I mean, you know, I mean like, yeah, it takes a lot of, I mean, it takes a lot of rounds to kind of get the feel for it and figure out how to cut the time. Like Patrick was, Patrick was watching me and he commented on how I did the pause trick. When you, when you reveal your chambers, you pause the game real quick so you can just look at it and then think about it and then immediately go over and like da, 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 hit move. the, hit the trigger button. Stops. Yeah. The time. <clears throat> yeah if I would have, if I would have known that would that stopped it, cause my fastest run time was about 15 minutes. Yeah, man, you did uh, without the, doing the pause trick. So I might have been able to shave off at least a couple minutes. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah, that was that was crazy going, you know, yeah. just like when you're able to mow everyone down that quickly, it just feels great. Yeah. yeah. It was it was it was fun. It was surreal experience. Uh another surreal experience in real life this is the last thing I, I wanted to share with you guys on Thursday. Um, my office was our outdoor garage all day. Mm. I uh I had to leave the house. Rayla and I were not allowed inside because the bug guys came and bug bombed our house. And ah, uh, yeah, they, they did their best to, you know, poison the bugs and poison the water hole, wherever the bugs are hanging out to kill the rats and the bats and whatever. Um, and so Rayla and I spent the whole day either out in the garage or she had to stay in the box because she just out there sweating it up all day. Like, I mean, actually it was really cold. It was like in the, in the lower sixties and I had like a, (laughs) I had a sweatshirt on on and (laughs) pants and well, of course I had pants on, but I would help you. I had all long sleeve things on. I was very, actually at one point I put gloves on. I was so cold. Uh, it was, it was all rainy and. I, I did not enjoy it, but, uh, yeah. And so, uh, it was not a good experience one because halfway through, uh, I had told the guys to warn me when they were going to be using the poison. Cause they said that some of it might like leak out, I guess it's, you know, just the nature of our house is like a, a very not waterproof wood that, uh, you know, we have leaks quite often when it rains, um, and so I was like, you need to tell me. So then the dog's not nearby. I don't want her to, you know, mess with it or whatever. And before I know it, I hear splash, splash, splash. And the dog runs over and before I can stop her, starts licking up a, a clear substance. No. And I'm like, uh, Hey uh, guys, thanks for the heads up. And so I get her and they were like, Hey, just give her some water and a mix of water and milk. 
and, you know, get some stuff to fill her stomach so that it either absorbs or she throws it up. And so I gave her all that stuff. She was fine. They said, if, if nothing happens within 10, 15 minutes, then she should be okay. And she was fine, but it was, it was not cool. Like, yeah, I that's was, scary. Dude. No, that was, that was scary. I'm like, you gotta be a little more professional. Well, then right after that, they call for me and they're like, Hey, can you come up here a second? I walk up. Poison is leaking out of the ceiling all over our living room. And at one point, it's leaking onto our entertainment unit where our television is. Oh my gosh. Was this just all like just a liquid doing? that they were spraying? I what guess. What is happening? It's just a clear liquid. Yeah. It's like a, like they have a, they have a Ghostbuster backpack full of liquid. They're like, we're going to clean us up. But uh, do you have any towels? <laughs> I'm, <just> like, <laughs> I'm like, you're asking me this now where I see like drips over here, drips over there. Uh, it was not a good experience, but they, you know, cleaned it up. There's nothing that I've seen, no damage that was permanent or. <clears throat> Have otherwise. you seen any bugs since then? Uh, I, I was, yeah, uh, let's just hop right to it. <laughs> Every day this week, I have still heard the rats, the bats. The past few nights, literally dozens of ants have entered our kitchen and we've killed them. So I don't know. I got nothing. Like the only thing I can say is at least I didn't have to pay for it. But my landlord, on the other hand, he's going to hear about this and I don't know what he's going to do. Hopefully he signed some kind of you, you guys, some kind of guarantee like, I don't know. We're they're going to take care of this until it's done. Because if not, he just wasted a bunch of money. Because yeah. we still got all this stuff a week later. I guess oh, five days later. Same company should probably come back out. I feel like if you guys haven't noticed any difference. Uh, exactly. It's so. it's supposed to be like immediate, isn't it? Like when they come in, like the poison is supposed to like take care of them within like a day or so. I would assume. That's. I mean, that's what I understood. Um, mm. You know, they. Uh, they like they like bored <clears throat> holes into our our wooden ceiling and put like metal plates with like a special kind of poison that they said would like dry out the critters that were they'd want to leave to find water and then die out in the field or river or something. But or in your kitchen, or yeah, that's what Mindy said. It's like, so what if they find water in our kitchen or in <laughs> yeah, our front yard? Found like, the sink. Oh, I guess that's where they're gonna die. So yeah, <laughs> it's what a crazy. What a crazy mess. Uh, but you know what? That's, uh, that's sometimes what happens when you live internationally. You don't really know what you're going to run into. That maybe isn't the standard practice. And uh, so with that, I think it's time to get into our topic. International living, customs, trivia, the day-to-day practices of people not like us. Should be fun. That's right, folks. We are talking about all things international. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now and call out the people in our Discord. They may or may not have misinterpreted what we were talking about tonight. And so I'm going to go ahead and read a couple of our joiners' questions because when they saw international customs, uh, they immediately thought of customs in an airport. That's exactly what I thought. (laughs) And that's exactly what Patrick thought, which is ironic because uh, Bernabe Elronchas Butters, he said, I could speak for a couple hours about this topic. What are you looking for? My guess is, is that Patrick had an interesting experience going through customs in Brazil and had to pay some taxes for some stuff that he 
hand in his badge, etc. So Wait, hold on, do I have to do that if I'm coming through coming to Brazil? We'll talk about that. We'll okay. talk about that later. <laughs> no, right. you, okay. you have a you have a you have a limit and you're not going to exceed the limit, so don't worry about it. I'm but, gonna bring a backpack, yes. that's all. If you bring thousands upon thousands of dollars of stuff to Brazil, uh, there are some tax things that that will be going on, but you don't have to worry about that. But uh, anywho, skipping down to where he he kind of mentions some experiences and some things, uh, of course, about his own experience with customs. Um, he says, let me find it here. Uh, when I'm going to Mexico, Barnaby says, I usually dress as low-key as possible, jeans, t-shirt, and shorts. The idea is I have nothing in my bags. Ignore me. Don't stand out. By Mexico customs law, you have a predetermined amount of items you can introduce as personal belongings, and you would need to pay custom tax in anything you're introducing to the country over that. You're supposed to declare it if you have extra stuff in your belongings, but pretty much nobody does it and ends up paying a fine. Your bags get scanned and you need to press a button that will randomly assign you an audit of your bags. I've only gotten a red mark, quote unquote, to get audited once. It was on a trip where I was only carrying a weekend bag, so no harm done. For the other type of route, when I'm flying into the U.S., I dress up a little because of my status immigration. The CBP officer needs to believe I am who I am and that I can do what I claim I can do. Wait on a long line, then present my papers on top of passport and visa. I need to carry with my education credentials, a letter from my sponsoring employer, and anything that accredits me to perform my job. I even carry with me my employee and references from work. Uh, that's a lot. Wow. But I totally understand Barnaby because one, our son James is both Brazilian and American. So when we leave Brazil, we use his Brazilian passport for the Brazilian side. And then when we reach the US, we use his American passport and then vice versa. When we come back, we're just switching it back and forth because one time we tried to use his American passport in for Brazil and they were like, this isn't, what are you doing? He's Brazilian. We're like, okay, sorry, buddy. <laughs> and we, we got yelled at. We got chastised for not using his it's like Brazilian an international passport. spy with multiple. Yeah, passports. exactly. They're like, what's this suspicious activity? <laughs> uh, an and then and then in talking about the customs and like the taxes and stuff, when you have four members in your family, that makes your ceiling for how much you can take through really high. And so for our kids, for example, they don't have anything that they really have to bring. So that means dad gets to bring even more stuff into the country without having to worry about taxes. I can just say, oh, that's my son's PS4. And then, you know, so there's no worries there uh, about that. How about you guys in traveling? I don't, I don't remember how much international traveling you guys have done, but do you have any experiences you want to share? Mm, yeah, I, I uh, went to Mexico back in 2008. Um. I don't remember it being bad uh, or a weird, you know, I think it was just, yeah, it was, it was back, back after 2001. So I guess there might've been some sort of, but no, I don't mean like that's the only time I've ever gone outside of the country and it was just for our honeymoon. Um, going through customs now. I mean, the, the, it was just a, I think it was just normal to me. I, I was yeah. like, okay, are you, I need to go here. You need, I need to do this. You know, you need to check my bag. Okay. You know, like, okay. Whatever. I didn't think anything was weird about it. Gotcha. I didn't have to do anything like Barnaby did. My goodness. Oh yeah. It can get complicated depending on what country you're yes. entering or like making yourself inconspicuous is definitely not something Americans do. Like 
uh, most countries talk about how Americans just stick out like a sore thumb. I remember back in the day uh, doing some visits to Europe with my grandma, like all the Americans had like their super white tennis shoes and were like deer in the headlights. Oh, look at this. It was like, man, you're just asking for someone to try to bamboozle you or mess with you. It's because it's so bizarre from our daily life, to be fair. Like, it's just like in your in regular life. I mean, no, man, you just wear whatever like you think is cool. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, or comfortable. Yeah. It's true. I haven't. Um, I've never been. I've never went to like a, like a different country. The only time I've been out of the country was on a cruise. Um, and really the cruise like the cruise liner pretty much takes care of all those things for you. Like before you even get on the cruise or before you right. get on the ship. And um, so it's a whole different story than just, you know, traveling from one country to the other. So I really don't have any custom experience there. I did get right. um, on my first cruise. This was my, actually my first time. Uh, this is going to be my first time flying and everything a couple of years ago. And we're all going through the line at the airport of customs. And of course I get selected like for the search. Like I get selected to be like searched. Lucky. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm like standing over there. Like it didn't make it any better that everybody in my group had already passed, including like some of my buddies. So they all just got to stand and watch me get searched, which honestly was pretty funny. And um, <clears throat> I will tell you one thing happened during this search. I was searched by a lady officer. And <laughs> when she was searching my legs, you know, they like they they come up to the no-no oh, yeah. square region pretty aggressively. Your, your no-no square is a square region. And this lady comes up my leg, like with like, she was going up one leg with both hands and she just didn't even stop. Just racked me like right there. <laughs> ah, Like, I mean, just, Ew. I was like, Oh, like I haven't let out a thing and everything. I'm like, well, you gotta be kidding me. So yeah, I got, I got, I got pretty roughed up. You know, in yeah, the search. sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. I guess that that, that's what happens when they rack you. I, never yeah, I mean, it was, it was rough though. I was not, uh, I was standing there all you know, relaxed and everything. And then bam. Game I don't over. think no matter how you stand, you're still going to feel that same thing. <laughs> We're all vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. That's it's fair. It's like, how, how do you want me to stand with uh, six feet apart? Okay. All right. Okay. Making sure Here you don't. Go. Don't yeah, touch, I literally didn't have touch. anything go off or anything through the line. Like, they randomly search people. I just happened to get the random. Fair enough. The other customs question we got, or comment, I guess, story was from friggin' nutcase, Travis Popsicle himself. He said, well, a different kind of customs for me, going through customs into Canada two times a day for over 10 years, eh? After a while, they actually got to know me, and I didn't need to even show my Fast Express card anymore, uh, which is a card for commercial trucks that is higher than a visa. Oh, wow. Okay, so I felt it would be funny to say I was smuggling a family across, and I'm grinning oh. ear to ear, thinking I'm hilarious. Well, let's just say I only ended up running one trip that day and spent six hours in a holding cell while they ran background checks and searched my truck oh. and trailer. Oh, LOL. No. Lesson learned. Good job, not friends. Oh, Good job. That's <laughs> rough, <friends>. man. <laughs> Just friendly. Oopsies. I also <clears throat> got searched the day I joked about yummy buttery biscuits way back because of the MTDG podcast. Haha, ha, I don't learn. Oh my gosh, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot joke with 
Yeah, you can. With most customs agents, they are serious. Some of the most serious folk you'll run into. But I'm not surprised that Travis said this in this. <laughs> not yeah, even I, the slightest. I've only ever been, I've never been overseas. Um, I've just only been across the border to Canada. Um, cause we've, I've made several trips to Canada, um, for, with, uh, trips with like my, um, my high school choir that I was in, mm-hmm. um, you know, we went to competitions and stuff in, in Canada. So, um, you know, we were on a big bus and I think we did have to have passports. I want to say to get over, over the line, over the border, I think, but I mean, pretty much the the teacher took care of all of that once we got stopped at the border and then when things were done we just went right on through right took so. care of it just like wink at the guy like yeah, it's good it's good we're good finger well, obviously <laughs> she had to show like all their passports and their, all of our passports and everything let me slip you an old gw here and uh <laughs> Abraham just let, Lincoln us never go told right let me let me slip you something that doesn't matter to you yeah <laughs> That's true, especially if it's uh if it if it were in the UK, that would be like fifty cents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do they a use? Dollar. What is they use? A, they use a pound. Dollars? Oh wait, we're talking about two different countries. Oops. I was talking about the UK. Uh, Canada, Canada. What do they use? They use. Uh, the, they uh, use Canadian dollars. Bacon. Their maple syrup. Maple syrup too. They have a Canadian dollar, <laughs> but like their coins, it's weird. So they're they're one dollar like they have a one dollar and a two dollar coin um okay yep and the one dollar <laughs> coin is called a loony oh and that makes sense that explains two- so much about chris and the two dollar coin is called a toonie as is tradition yeah yep a loony and a toonie they're loony they're toonie yeah, yeah south park have- has totally skewed my view of canada <laughs> yeah well yeah, they, you definitely cannot use them that. as a, a true reference for Canadians. But <laughs> the Queen and uh, or the Prince and Princess are getting married, and instead of throwing out like flowers, they're throwing out Captain Crunch, like all the way down the aisle. <laughs> that would be magical. I'd move to Canada if that were the case. I mean, I'd, so yeah, that'd be Chris, great. let us know if that's for real. Um, <laughs> I might be interested in visiting. And if you're getting I'm married anytime visiting. soon, or yep. re getting remarried, pay right. attention like to your change. Thing. In well, I guess if you're in America, not not so much if you're in Brazil, but pay attention to your to your change because occasionally, like when you get change back, occasionally you'll see a Canadian dollar. Somebody will hand that to you. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, so now that we've covered customs, let's get to the real topic because that's not what we're talking about tonight. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, it is what we're talking well, about. I mean, why not? <laughs> well, this topic was actually inspired by uh, my wife, Mindy. She was talking to us about a custom in Japan. And before I get into that custom, I do want to say another custom that I think should be a universal custom that I recommend for everyone is eating with your family around the table for at least one meal a day. It's very vital. It's very important for just, I can't tell you how many funny moments we've had with our family uh, because we eat, eat meals around the table together. And uh, this is one of those moments where Mindy just brings up this story and I'm like, is this for real? And so how it goes is in Japan, apparently they're starting to add QR codes to the gravestones and you can, you can pretty much set up a a photo album. You can set up a message. 
to your loved ones. And so when someone goes up to your headstone and scans the QR code, they'll, they'll see your little montage of photos and stuff. That's pretty cool. That is a great idea. Yeah. So cool. Well, then my mind started going places and I was like, (laughs) what if, what if you based it on the season? And so like someone scans it in the fall and it's just fall photos or they, uh, depending on who scans it, those are the type of pictures that show up. So if your mom scans it, it's all pictures of you and your mom. And then you write a little message like, mom, I miss you. That would be That's like, so, legit. that would be so cool. Yeah, it like, would be. And also just like a real like Monica moment. If you've watched friends where she's <clears throat> wanting to make her parents cry, like that would just be a, a real, like, I don't know, just like a last made you cry. Ha ha. I don't know. That is a cool yeah. idea though. I've never, I didn't yeah. know they did that. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it was really cool. It's like the, you know, Facebook memories, except yeah. like with a gravestone, like just kind of like just like really making the moment space, extra yeah. special. Kind of keeps them alive a little bit. Yeah. So, but, but her bringing up that little fact just made me think of like, what are the different things that different countries do that are different that I've never heard of before? That I've never thought of being possible as an American. And, uh, you know, it made me think about some of the experiences I've had. Like, I remember the first time that, well, the first and last time I visited Poland, uh, that's when I learned about putting ketchup on pizza. And I don't, I don't know if this ever became a thing in the U.S., but it is a big thing across. There's, there's already the world. tomato stuff on the pizza. <laughs> it doesn't even seem like something that would go with pizza. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say that if the crust is no good, I will put ketchup on crust. If it was like a French uh, fry pizza, it's or really something, dry. Maybe. Ooh, garlic, fry garlic butter on the on the crust. Go, mm. yeah. Lather the whole thing in garlic butter. Mm, garlic butter mm-hmm. like is it the is it the papa john's little garlic butter that yeah that has just to be. pop the yep. top off mm-hmm. and dip that baby in well actually you have to shake it around if you don't shake it around it's like pure oil <laughs> it's everywhere oh yeah that's true no matter what happens pop it, it spills everywhere coats everything but yeah <laughs> so that was something cool that you know they did in in uh in poland or something interesting uh that they did in poland another thing that actually mindy told me about is in denmark uh, there are a number of public libraries where you can check out a person. I saw minutes. that. What? Yes. And at first I was like, they have other words. Like they call this other things in other places. Like, <laughs> this doesn't sound like a good idea. And of course she rolled her eyes to me and she's like, it's not that kind of checking a person out, but uh, <laughs> you can, you can hear their story. And so how it works is like, you don't like get a name. You own, the only information you get is unemployed bipolar refugee and the whole idea is to fight prejudice and to discourage the age-old practice of judging a book by its cover you get to sit with someone for 30 minutes and they just tell you their story and just kind of share sure they're a refugee or sure they're bipolar but not get to know them and see that there's something more to their lives and and i guess this practice has popped up in over 80 different countries uh, Mm. around the world that's pretty cool i thought that was a pretty cool idea pretty cool idea so how about you guys? Did you, uh, did you, have you had any, you know, in the, in the few experiences, I know you haven't, you know, traveled a, a whole bunch outside of the U S have you experienced anything or have you seen anything on the interwebs that so, is uh, noteworthy? I have a fun story to tell. <laughs> tell us. <laughs> so, and this was one of those, one of those times where I went, uh, into Canada, uh, on, on one of those trips and we were, um, staying in a hotel and that morning we we turned 
the TV on. And I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but I don't, I don't remember, but we turn the TV on and first thing in the morning, uh, we turn on one of the channels and it's like this kid's cartoon show. And we're like, Oh, okay. It's like some sort of like PBS station or, or something like that, but in Canada and, and we're not thinking of, we just had it on. We're not thinking of anything of it. And then we come back later that night and it's this is like seven o'clock at night. So this is like prime time. Right. Same channel. Straight up porn. <laughs> straight up. Just straight up. Sesame Street's over some other streets here. It was a Saturday night at least. That's a variety no, channel. No, this was like a Tuesday. <laughs> Wow. wow! I actually what? had a similar similar experience in Europe when I was watching the news. Just and and in the news they showed a bunch of like very risk, like not risque pictures, like yeah, pictures of nudity, just like talking about a news story, talking about an actress or a person or a model or I don't know. I was like, wow, in the news, okay, that's the nudes, the nudes. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was something but yeah i've had similar experience mark i just uh, people i guess different country standards on on you know yeah decency is just completely skewed compared to us i guess mm-hmm. yeah uh, so i has i haven't had like any experience with other countries like customs and, and like standards and things they do so i like looked a couple up that were just a little bit interesting the first one was in venezuela it says it basically said showing up on time or early is actually a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're early is viewed as eager or as too eager and greedy. So arriving 10 to 15 minutes late is their standard. And I thought, wow, Elizabeth and I should move to Venezuela because we are 10 to 15 <laughs> minutes late everywhere. You're, you're kind of the most adopting... polite people there. Yeah. We're, we're adopting that custom here on the Good Morning Guys podcast every single week. <laughs> every <Hey>. single week. <laughs> I live in Brazil. I live Trying in Brazil. And, and, and that's exactly what they do, Ronnie. So you are welcome to come here as late as you want. That's the thing be, there, too. You will be well, on time. Like, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, oh, it's I feel crazy. like I, I kind of, I guess, I guess I kind of like adopt that without even knowing. I mean, like you go to a party like a birthday party or a reception yeah, or something like that, you know, one. and those are usually like three to four hours long. And Mel, she wants to get there at the agreed upon start time. And I'm like, this thing goes for four hours. Well, it's okay. If we're a few minutes late, um, I don't want to be the first person here. One, cause if it's a driveway, I don't want to be blocked in for the entire oh, yeah. time. And there's You're no held hostage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's get a little bit late. Let's be the last get one a whole line of cars to move at the end of the night. <laughs> I know, the I was like, worst, uh, who's got the white, white van. Uh, who's got the red car. I need I everybody wanna... at the party to come out in the parking lot. Cause yeah. I'm going to read me. some license plate numbers. I need BR two QFT <laughs> like, to come out. And... and and you do that. And you're going to, you're going to get a sigh. You just ruffle everybody up, man. 100% of the time. It's like, <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's mine. <sighs> <sighs> that's the worst when it is your car. You're like, ah, huh, fine. <laughs> yeah, plan on leaving. I guess uh, we'll just leave now. I know. Yeah. You make that decision. Like, uh, <laughs> should we just leave? I'm doing this again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, but I like yeah. that custom. That was my, that was one of the customs that uh, that uh, I've known for a while. And so it's so funny that you brought that up. It's a good one. Yeah, it's actually across most of Latin America. It 
you know, and my, my father-in-law, he served in Latin America and Ecuador, Costa Rica for 30 years and it drove him crazy. And even when we lived here all together, uh, he, whenever we would go to a church event or a, a party of some kind, he would make us be early and we would have to help set up. Oh, that's party. That is the, the worst. And when I would you're get so mad. A, when you're like, throwing a party <laughs> and you have guests come early, you're like, I'm not ready yet. What are you doing here already? Over here, here, start stacking well, I'm going to put you to work and, then. Go yeah, get exactly. the grill, that's please. What, and that's what they do. They put us to work. I'm like, nope. And so I after a few times, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'll find my own way to get to the party. I'm not going early. <laughs> I'm you walking. Go have fun. It's 16 miles. I'm walking. <laughs> I will walk there. I will be fine. I'll still get there on time. <laughs> you also just don't want to be the first one there because like you're the first one there. So you have to, you only have one person to talk to. Like you're just, you're now then locked in like as the one person that's there. So you're forced to talk to whoever it is. You're sitting yeah. there and there's the no the way out. Waiting for another car to drive by. It's like, oh, they go to the same party. All right, right time to go. Yep. That's Frank. Let's go. I can't yeah. tell you how many times in the first year I immediately would see the first person arrive who spoke English. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to them. There we it was go. like moth to the flame. I'm like, hey, buddy, let's talk. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I understand you. You understand me. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. In the Discord, uh, Chris, the Canadian rock, of course, our resident Canadian, he wanted to share with us some of the... I mean, I guess this kind of rolls off of Mark's uh, little comment about what he <laughs> found on the television, except that this is with the words that Canadians use. He hmm. said that this is taken from Wikipedia, but he has personal experience with this. He's actually told us multiple times. He says, uh, Quebec French profanities known as sacres. How do you say that there? Uh, yeah, sacre. Sacres are words and expressions related to Catholicism and its liturgy, but they're used as strong profanities in Quebec French and in Acadian French. Sacres are considered stronger in Canada than the foul expressions common to other varieties of French, which center on scent, sex, and excrement. And so like they will use word like chalice or tabernacle. Sorry, excuse my French. Uh, but those <laughs> are the types of words, you know, that they would, that they use, like he sh shared a video with us once where a lady said something about a chalice and, sh but she, this was like in a Congress or some kind of political forum or realm. And it was like a, a pretty big controversy because she pretty much like she called a guy something and it's their equivalent of our worst, you know, the F word and the S word, all those different words that we, that we know of. But yeah, so that's a, that's a French Canadian practice using, so strange using church words yeah. to curse at people mm. it's something yeah mm. that's so strange something sounds funny. extra polite i mean i guess and then and then i don't remember if he wrote that but <clears throat> someone else commented or at some point someone said and then they apologized to jesus about it afterwards <laughs> it's like they say it and they're like sorry jesus like i don't know how exactly like they know to say what they've it, done immediately they know what they did you know it's <laughs> they know now it's, what they do and the kind of transition some of the experiences i've had in brazil like the way people use words that aren't their own like they don't have like like in brazil it's very common to use english words for stores store names so 
I wanted to read some of the store names for you guys and see if you could guess what the store name is in English based off of me pronouncing it like a Brazilian would. Hey, okay. Ronnie, he had a game. <laughs> so All right. I do have a game. This isn't going to be organized. There's no points or anything. I'm just going to say it. And then you guys just, whoever wants to say the first thing. Comes International to bamboozled. This is, yeah, this is, uh, I don't know. This isn't even bamboozled. I didn't, I don't know why I didn't think of making a bamboozled, but I didn't. Sorry. Okay. My it's apologies. All, all right. Here's the first store. Ouchibaki. Outback. Yeah. I get an easy one first. <laughs> Ouchibaki. Ouchibaki. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I the can next see like one a three-year-old, like a, been tod- a-, a toddler, just like, can we go to the Alchibaki? Mama, should be a, should be, a- should be a name for a chiropractor's office. <laughs> yeah, <my> backs out. <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. All right, the next one is Surfi Trippy. Swordfish trip, trippy. Surf trip. Surf trip. That is correct. Yeah, nice. It's like a nice a surf. I don't know, like a surf and turf, a beach store, surf shop, no. okay, surf, surf shop, turf. yeah, surf and turf store. You buy lobster steak, <laughs> board <Good> shorts. <laughs> That's a good uh, one. All. Got everything. The next one's the next one's called Tiki Taki. Tiki Taki. Yep, Tiki Taki. Tic Tac. That's it. The, the Tic Tac. Wow. <laughs> what are they selling there? They sell Tic Tacs wall to wall. Wall to wall Tic Tacs. Tic Tacs are something I've never even heard of. You know, something's funny about uh, something they use for candy that we would never imagine. They use, they eat Hall's uh, cough drops. As candy. What? No. What? They no. have like 20 different flavors of Hall's. And it's, they eat it like candy. Those like, old school Hall's, though, like those were like candy. It's when you get the really like medicated ones where you like you're yeah. like I can't even have one more of these. Why does the air smell like mentholitis? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just eating some candy. This some uh, <clears throat> some Hall's candy. Sound like, um, like you just came from the doctors. All right, the next one is Kidstocky. Kidstock. Yep, Kidstock, and it's just it's a it's just a kids it's where you clothing buy kids? store. It just says Kidstock. I thought of no, it as like a kids. concert, like Woodstock, but for kids. Kidstock. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yours sounds better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next one is is uh, Magiki Fichi. Magic fish. Close. Man. Magic face. is magic it's a it's a makeup store no i'm just kidding that's not what it is you're close you guys are on the right track i'm gonna say it again magiki fiji magic and fiji magic fit <laughs> close magic feet it's a shoe store oh, oh. close how could we not magic have gotten feet. that yeah magic fish sounds way cooler though like they just magic. do little tricks and they're in top hats and stuff. <laughs> they glow in the dark magic fish and glow swimming in the dark. through hoops it's like the neon fish uh next one is sporty city sports city. city yeah there you go and then the last <clears throat> one is smarty fichi smart feet, smart feet. <laughs> close it's smart fit it's an oh, extra oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, We were set up same. there. Where, where do you want to go? Smart yeah. feet or magic feet? Not sure. <laughs> how, what I do don't you know how magic today? feet. Or, yeah, smart feet. There's no brain in your feet. So My mama said they was magic shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your your, your, your nice shoes reference. connect 
to your app on your phone. Mm-hmm. You have done nothing all day. You should. <laughs> yeah. <up. laughs> Yeah. The last thing I wanted to share with Brazilian named things was some of their ice cream names. And I have mm. five ice creams that I want to share that are slightly different. And some of them, I think you'll be able to guess others. You'll have no idea, but it'll still be fun to hear what you guys think. Okay. Uh, the first one is Oval Malchini. Oval teen. That is correct. <laughs> Oval teen, please. Oval teen. Oval Malchini. <laughs> uh, the next one is Unicornio. Unicorn. Unicorn? Yep. Which I don't know what it is. I don't remember what it is. Yeah, in what the kind US of ice cream thing. is that? Yeah. So that glitter in it. <laughs> sounds, like that thing, sounds like the thing BBC used to always say. Unicornio. Yeah, it does sound like that. Uh, <laughs> Twelve the vanilla, just put the glitter on top of it. <laughs> yeah. I've never I've never had it, but it's supposedly either bubblegum or strawberry with white chocolate. The second mm, one nope. sounds nice. actually kind of good, but bubblegum bubble sounds horrible. Yeah, I know, right? You're supposed to chew it and spit it out. You ever had that bubblegum cough syrup? That tastes nothing like bubblegum. Oh, no, it's lies. <laughs> Sounds like a bad combination. <laughs> it's pure, pure lies. <laughs> you want to throw up. It's just motor oil in there. <laughs> <So Right. thick. laughs> the next one is synthesizer. Synthesizer. Synthesizer ice cream. Plays music. Yep. Santa's your, house? What? In your tummy. Sensasong. Mm. No idea. So literally that would be translated as sensation. And it is uh, strawberry and chocolate. Samsonite. Close. Oh, no, you're way off. <laughs> way off. All right. The next three you're not going to get, but it'll still you'll be interested to hear the ingredients. Uh, this one's called pasas al home. Pa- pasta at home. <laughs> pasta at home it's like eating Sounds pasta good. at home and ice cream and I have the carbohydrates pasta one thank you <clears throat> pastas al home magic no guesses feet. <laughs> nope. magic feet it's magic feet ice cream <laughs> right, what is what do you think whom spell sounds like whom hummus um. close but not even close at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hummus oh ice cream that sounds hummus gross. ice cream. It comes with a side of t- tortilla chips. <laughs> All right, it's condensed milk ice cream with rum. That's how they pronounce rum is whom? Uh, and raisins <laughs> and a mouth. You gotta throw and those raisins. Did not there. belong in ice cream. <laughs> Not at all. How why dare is, you? Why is this ice cream chewy? Dare you? I don't care what happened in the 1920s. No raisins in your ice cream. <laughs> yep, they had you up until the raisins, right? You eat ice cream to get away from that. <laughs> all right, the next one is it's, slightly. It's, oh, go ahead. It's, it's, it's it's garnished with like some green beans on the side, and <laughs> oh gosh, that's. that's I awful. mean, might as well. What is well, why not get veggies and fruits? Uh, the next one's slightly related. Abacashi alvinho. Wine. Uh, yeah. Hibachi wine. and wine. <laughs> wine and hibachi. <laughs> it's like fried ice cream with the hat guy like, flipping <laughs> ice cream in the air. <laughs> Takes a swig. Ah, make a <laughs> volcano. Let's make a wine volcano. <laughs> That's a uh, abacashi is Portuguese for pineapple. So it's pineapple with wine. Interesting. It's you ever had Harry Buffalo back in college? 
<laughs> Do you know what that is? I nope. did not. Uh, it's probably it's probably uh, it's different in I guess regions, but it's where you fill up like a a, a container full of booze that has fruit in it. Oh, okay. And then you eat the fruit. Yeah, yeah. I may have heard of that. Yeah, we called it Harry Buffalo. Mm. Which is not even close. So appetizing. (laughs) Harry Buffalo. (laughs) Sounds very appetizing. And you know what? That transitions well to the last ice cream. That sounds so edible once you hear the translation. So this one's called Olio Gisogra. All the ice cream. All you can eat. All you can eat. Okay. You got a guess, Mark? Olio Gisogra? Uh, something with sugar. Nope. Alligator. No, no, hold on, hold on. It's it's juice with au jus. <laughs> what is juice? <laughs> au jus juice. <laughs> Ice cream. Isn't, isn't that juice juice? Isn't au jus like juice? I and, guess it is. Yeah. With juice. Another language. Yeah. <laughs> juice with juice. Yeah. Uh, with some roast beef. It's eye of your mother-in-law. What? Olio di sogra. So it's based off of a dessert. This is not that weird. Is cooked condensed milk until it's cooked until it's hardened, and then they put a certain fruit in the middle to make it look like an eyeball. Sounds and crazy. So, but why of your mother-in-law? <laughs> I don't really know. Okay, it seems <laughs> aggressive. Honestly, it like, seems yeah, quite aggressive, right? Yeah. But have you have you had it yet? I have not. I haven't been brave enough because it's condensed milk ice cream again with coconut, and I'm good here again, just like the last one. The first two things good, and then it has prunes in it. And I'm like, you know what? I don't of want the, the mother-in-law from eating ice cream. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's quite fitting, right? Yep. I get. I get it. So yeah. So there you go, guys. Brazilian ice cream. There's actually a whole bunch of normal flavors and really like appetizing flavors, but I wanted to share with you guys some of the crazy flavors in Brazil. Hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so speaking of like ice cream, I know like in Cincinnati, they call like the shaved ice. Uh, they call it like snow cones. I don't know if anyone else says that's what they call it in your neck of the woods. Uh, so that's what we call it here in Philadelphia. Made a trip over there in the mid 2000s and they call it it's water ice, but they pronounce it water, water ice. Oh, yes. In Philadelphia, it's okay. weird. Do we lose? Philadelphia is like Lucas? a different country. Yeah, I think we may have lost him. We may have lost Lucas. So, uh, and <clears throat> so they call it water ice. And I remember going there. Um, and obviously, when you go to Philadelphia, you got to get a Philly cheesesteak. And so we went to this place where it was like underneath a highway, just one of those sections. Oh wait, he's back. Oh. No, he said, dang it. Oh, there he is. <laughs> hey <Hey-o. laughs> So, uh, and there was, it was, you have to order it in a certain way, like in like the soup Nazi from Seinfeld. You have to order <laughs> in a certain way. Otherwise they'll give you like a crap sandwich. Like they, oh they won't, they won't make it right. And when I went up there, all of a sudden I started speaking like I was from Philadelphia and that like weird accent, I can't even do it anymore. Uh, but I was just like, I was so nervous that I wasn't going to get it wrong because it was supposed to be one of the best Philly cheesesteaks uh, there is. Um, 
but yeah, it's so it's so weird going from. I mean, we were talking about international customs. Yeah, it's, it's some weird customs that are from oh, city to city, state to state. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, well, what I was saying until the internet cut me off is my my stepmom is from Philadelphia, and she says water. Yeah, right. Uh, in the same way, and I thought it's what? Why? It's not made of wood. It's water. There's wood. Because here his teeth were yeah. made of wood. Water. My, my mom is from Kentucky, and she throws R's into words that have no R's. <laughs> <laughs> like like uh, right. like the wa- the washing machine. It's well, yeah, the, the washing machine. machine. Yep. Or mm-hmm. George Washington is George Washington. And so it's yeah. just she throws those R's in there. There's not, but there <clears> are. Oh, that's like my people. Uh, they they put my A's people. instead of R's and R's. Where <laughs> There's they have A's, A's in everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, like the cat, you, cat pack. You, they they say you want a soda. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I so I get I can I can understand when um some people call it soda and some people call it pop because it is soda pop. So you just interchange it. Uh, what I don't understand is when you go to a place and you say you want a Coke, and Coke can mean anything. Yeah. Like it, mean it could mean it could anything. mean water, it could mean sprites, it could mean anything. But people say, "Give me a coke." It's like I don't know what that means. Like I don't want coke. I want can I have a water instead. But it's so weird. I don't know what I don't know what place that's that is. I don't know if it's Mexico or if it's. Um, I, I need to look it up. But it's weird. Hmm. Huh. Uh, Chris also shared with us just real quick. Uh, he shared with us uh, a photo. And he said one interesting thing over here versus the U.S. is how we get our milk. And it's milk in a bag. In a bag. That's so weird. It yes. is bizarre. So while we're on the subject of Chris. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't really get to share. Because I didn't know we were going yet with that. <laughs> yep. Um, Go ahead. So I myself have some, some specifically since I am of French Canadian descent and in honor of our good friend, Chris Kerwin. Um I have some French dishes, French Canadian specifically. A lot of them are uh, kind of native to uh, Quebec or Quebec. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see if you can figure out what these are. A couple yes. of them I've actually had because they, they serve them. They're available up in New Hampshire where I live. So because we're so close to the Canadian border. Um, so first off, Tortière. fruit. Toast? No. Not even, not even close. No, you're not going to get it by the, by the name. <laughs> A dog. No. I hope not. <laughs> I don't know. So train, tra- like roadkill that got run over by a train. No. No. Tortière. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Tourtière is a is a meat pie. Um, oh. It's made up of either minced pork or veal or meat and potatoes. <clears throat> and I've mm-hmm. actually had that. Uh, we've had we've had meat pies. I'd okay. eat that. It's actually it's really good. Actually, it's meat. It's good. It's good, especially if the crust is made out of bacon. I don't fantastic. think that's a thing, but it should be. It should be a thing, yeah. It probably is a thing somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Uh, this one you may get, at least part of it. Pudding 
Schumer. Well, some, some kind of pudding. Yeah. Yep. You're you're on the you're on the <laughs> nose there. Yep. Schumer. Like a weird word for sherbet or sherbet? No. <laughs> pudding horse feet. pudding. Pudding feet. No, thank God. Pudding, pudding made out of horses. <laughs> no. Okay, good. Too. I does, no. but I was just like, I heard the mayor, and I'm like, ooh. It's just glue. It's, it's French for poor man's pudding. That's what okay. it's called. What makes it a poor man's pudding? So it's literally it a it's it's basically <laughs> yeah, because when they tell you what it is, you'll be like, that's pudding. Uh it's it's um sponge cake with um with brown sugar and syrup on top of it. I'd eat that. Yep. That sounds 100%. good to me. Yeah, I mean that does sound that's way better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. Um next one is pate chinois. Nope. I don't <laughs> and, do pate. I already did that once and I'm out. Some kind of fish bread. No, not necessarily, no. There's some kind of spread. Maybe Isn't that what he thinks he's eating in Ace Ventura when he's eating the guano? He thinks he's eating some kind of pate? Yeah. This well, pate is awesome. Pate is French for pie. Oh, is it? Yeah. Hmm. This is a poor man's pie? No. No, it is not. <laughs> Is it a gross uh, man's pie? No, in in French, it's it's literally it's Chinese pie. Oh, okay. Chinese pie, Chinese pie is basically the same thing as it's almost the same thing as like a sh- as like shepherd's pie, ah. um, but mainly they use a like a like a beef or a pork and corn and mashed potatoes with some sort of seasoning on top. I grew I grew up eating that, hmm. um, so. And then finally, of course, you guys all know what poutine is. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've never tried it, shredded but I'd love pork to. Or whatever. It's no, like it's not shredded pork. French fries no covered in gravy. Shredded. All kinds of goodness. Roast beef stew. I think sometimes they put like cheese curds on it too. Yeah. Poutine's yeah. good. Yep. 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 Uh, yeah. And that is it. I was. I was able to find out uh, Texans call any type of soda or pop Coke, whether it's Dr. Pepper or whatever. It's Coke. That's just like Texas. I remember back in the day when my family, we had a a Yamaha jet ski and people would call it a Sea-Doo. And I'm like, it's a Yamaha. They're like, but it's a Sea-Doo. I'm like, no, Sea-Doo's a brand. Well, it's the same thing as people like saying Tylenol and stuff, though. Yeah. Yeah. I say Kleenex, Kleenex for tissues. Yeah. Kleenex, yep. even though it's a brand, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Have that. Yep. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You will. But yeah, Coke. Come on. Coke, Pepsi. Stop. Do you guys all? Do you guys say pop or soda or what do you guys say? I say soda. Pop. I think I say. I think I say pop. Pop. I say pop too. Pop. My uh, stepbrother from St. Louis always like rips on us for that. He's like, I have a pop. I have a pop. I just keep saying it. Old school New Englanders, they call it tonic. Tonic. In Brazil, <laughs> it's called refrigerante. That or sounds way cooler. Than... It's way more complicated than it should be. <laughs> that sounds like a like some kind of real fancy drink. <laughs> it's yeah. It's a coke. It sounds like it's, it's, yeah. a coke. <laughs> it's a coke. Yeah, it's just coke. <clears throat> yep. <clears throat> All right. 
All Hearts Clear. Mm-hmm. Any other factoids? I have one little quick one that I saw that was interesting. In yeah, uh, in there. Greece, there obviously there's no tooth fairy. Um, Wait, they what? actually throw what? their how dare yeah, they? Rulers. They actually throw their teeth on the roof, and it's <laughs> meant to bring good luck. Like You've if a child loses a tooth, they go out and throw it up on the roof. That's it sounds like thing. they're warding off the tooth fairy. <laughs> All the Just evil spirits, it. the tooth, take the tooth, tooth holds them back. We'll come in the yeah. house. <laughs> Hurry, hurry, I, I, get it on the roof. I know there's a custom out there where uh, you take a like a, a baby and you drop you it, throw like it on 50, the roof. <laughs> drop it like 50 feet. <laughs> on, and, and like there's like a group of people that have like a sheet or something that catches the baby. And it's supposed what? to like, I don't know, mean uh, good fortunes for the baby or whatever. But like <laughs> death. I, if I they don't land know on which the sheet, one. The, sure, it's good I need fortunes. to look it up. I don't know what's. I don't where. trust random people. And I especially wouldn't trust them with my child. Catch, catch my baby. Did you see the video, by the way, That's Patrick, of the cat that was dangling at the stadium? So, you know, most yeah, stadiums yeah. have like two decks. This was like this cat was dangling from the second deck and all the people under are just watching like this cat's hanging by one paw. People are like trying to grab it and everything. And it turns out the cat falls and a group of people catch it on the American flag. Yes, wow. I saw that. What yeah. a patriotic yeah. moment. It was awesome. Okay, here it is. It's uh, it's <clears throat> India. India, they drop babies from from 30 feet. Unreal. And it's a group of people holding like a blanket of sorts. What? Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> I know. You can see I'm looking at pictures of this. And like every single one of these babies is crying. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is a this is a country that's fighting overpopulation. To be fair, I'd be crying if they did that to me as an adult. I wouldn't toss be off to Ronnie. Yeah, let's see if he's blessed. They probably pick somebody not, a little we'll bit know. smaller, like not somebody's going to put up as much of a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous, man. That is ridiculous. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Pretty pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just say you, you just you watch a, a baby launch of the of a. <laughs> One picture of them holding them above, and then another picture of them dropping the baby. That is horrible. Oh, that poor child. He's like, what are you care doing? What kind of luck they're going to get afterwards? Jeez. Uh, no, the, right? the luck is going to be found literally at, as a parent, in the counselor's spend, office. I feel like literally as a parent, you spend all your time for things like that to not happen. <laughs> You're trying to prevent things like that exactly from happening. Don't worry. We want you to be blessed. It's the only reason we're throwing you off the side of our apartment. Just drop back, throw we a promise. spiral. It's a seven wow. seven hundred year old ritual. I bet okay. it was. I bet it. I mean, I bet it is. Yes. Wow. Seven hundred years something. ago, we were making sacrifices. <laughs> we's a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, it is a lot of people. <laughs> As the baby is tossed off the roof by priests, a group of people wait below, oh, holding the sheets to catch them. Oh. Well, if it's a priest throwing them, then it's fine. <laughs> yeah. On being caught safely in the blanket, the child is passed around in triumphant celebration before being returned to its parents. <laughs> it's wow. not a trophy. <laughs> wow. It's going to pass around the Stanley Cup or what? something like that. Like, yeah, let's pass around a child. <laughs> Everybody's holding them up. Yeah. All right. Ironically enough, the that's their naming ceremony. And every child's name is Stanley until, <laughs> until they're caught. <laughs> then they give him a real name oh my gosh that's outrageous. all right i had more but well, we're pushing it on time so yeah fair enough 
that is all for our immaculately interesting and illustrious inquiry 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 into international cat there <laughs> intricacies with the gmg crew as is tradition very quick housekeeping as we offer towels fluff pillows topped with andy's candies and chip tip you off chip you off to the gmg news what so you're chipping us off <laughs> yep chipping it right All off right. and we're gonna toss you out of building too that is correct uh, the G- <laughs> i'll be there with the sheet at the bottom <laughs> this show just got real dark uh, the GMG stream team is offering content and conversation with for you Sunday to Saturday. Check out Mark on Saturday nights playing multiplayer games like Splitgate, Fortnite, and Apex. Uh, check out Chris every day except Friday at 4 a.m. as he's playing the current GMG VGBC game of Days Gone mm-hmm. and also playing Borderlands 2 with myself and our buddy Blaze. Uh, and then you can find me every day except Wednesday and Sunday at 7 a.m. Eastern for breakfast or your early commute. I am sometimes playing Hades, sometimes getting some baby plats or also offering a little devotional or prayer time if you'd like to join us. Uh, Feel free to check us out on twitch.tv. Our links are in the show notes. If you don't want to stream, join a stream. You could tweet us on Twitter, discourse with us on Discord. We want to hang out with you guys and definitely connect. We are just one click away. And if you're the giving type, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser because it helps us reach new joiners, whether you want to give us stars, exclamation marks, et cetera. And uh, we just want your voice to be heard. Speaking of what should be heard, our next music's songs, <laughs> choices for the playlist, the GMG MAST 100 list. It's coming at you today. Hey, all you joiners out there in podcast land, you're listening to the and song top 100 countdown here on your favorite podcast station WGMG FM starting with Ronnie oh wait do I say my own song now so you're gonna say it and then I'm gonna give the little factoid about it say it don't spray it say it <clears throat> uh, mine is another one bites the dust by Queen nice oh, nice nice good. nice good it's such another a banger of a song the dust it's off the album uh the game i believe it is um so actually uh john deegan who was the bass player for queen he was heavily in spot inspired by uh his you know his bass line you know, do 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 that was inspired by uh the song good times by the disco group chic good times it's all the good times yeah that song mm-hmm. so if you really listen to the bass line of that um of that song you're like oh yeah oh yeah another one bites the dust mm. um in fact one of the one of the co-founders his name was bernard edwards uh said that 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 queen that queen record came about because that queen bass player spent some time hanging out with us at our studio and and one time they they ended up playing it at a um, at some sort of a show and Michael Jackson was actually there, huh. and he suggested that it should be a single and so they did and the rest is history. It's actually their best selling record. Nice. Yep. All right, Patrick. Uh, I'm going to go with George Harrison's. I've got my mind set on you, or got my mind set on you. This blew me away. That's a cover. 
that's not his song. He did not write that. Uh, his his was so when I was growing up, uh, and VH1 was on when they actually played music back in the day. Yeah, uh, and this video was one of my favorites, and I only knew about this this song uh, when I was young. I didn't know it was a, it was a cover, but the music video is just George Harrison in the middle of his living room. It kind of looks like a uh, rustic in the wilderness um, room where he's got a fireplace. He's got animals all over the walls and everything. Uh, you know, grandfather clocks and everything, and they're all moving. Yeah. Um, and I mm. loved, I absolutely loved that song um, because <laughs> of the music video. There's and actually two music videos for that that they made. Really? The one, you're, the one you're talking about is way better than the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other one, there's just like a bunch of people at like a bowling alley or something like that. So, um, but yeah, it's a cover. It was uh, recorded for um, his solo album, 1987's Cloud Nine. There's a cover of the song that was originally written by Rudy Clark and recorded by James Ray in 1962. And is one of uh, George Harrison's three number one hits. Is the only of the three hits that he did not write. Cool. So, yeah. Man, I have two covers on my favorite songs. Just it's just mm-hmm. the way they've done it. Like Nirvana's "Man Who Sold the World" and then this one. Just yeah, it's just you know it's good when they do it better than yeah. better than the original. Yeah. Right. Lucas. All right. Yes, my choice for this evening is "Extremes More Than Words." Yeah, so um, this was recorded for their album, and this is so weird to say. It was recorded in 1990. Uh, it's called the album was called Pornography. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> good times. And and so you know there was a point in their career where they basically extreme basically became the uh, the more than words guys. Like that's what they were known for. Right. And so um, they were on a string of, of tour dates in Poland with Aerosmith and they just decided we're not going to play it. We're just not going to play the song. Um, and so um, people were getting real upset by it, including Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler, who literally after like three nights of them being on tour, he posted a sign on their, on their dressing room door that literally said, play the bleeping song. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, yeah, we might as well, if Steven Tyler's telling us to do it, we need to do it. So, um, so they ended up, they ended up playing it. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much their only hit song was, was more than yeah. words. Um, and it's like completely different compared to their other stuff. Cause they're, they, they are a self-described funk metal band, which didn't know yeah. that was a thing, but yeah, completely nope. contrasted to their others to, to more than words. Um, and my pick is Switchfoot's Meant to Live. Um, nice. Pro- probably not the last Switchfoot song you'll hear on this on this uh, list, but um, Meant to Live was actually inspired by a poem by T.S. Eliot. It was called The, Ho- the Hollow Men. Um, John Foreman has stated maybe the kid that's in the song is me hoping that maybe I'm meant for more than arguments and failed attempts to fly something deep inside of me yearns for the beautiful, the true. I want more than what I've been sold. I want to live life. And he also states that some inspiration um, for the song is you two still haven't found what I'm looking for, which I can totally, totally hear. But uh, yeah, that's, that's the song that introduced me to Switchfoot. 
So that's it for me. Very nice. Uh, was that song uh, on any soundtrack? Was that on the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack? That may have been on the Spider-Man, one of the Spider-Man soundtracks. It must have been Spider-Man 2 because the beautiful letdown was mm-hmm. the album that was on. Came out in 2003, I want to say. So it was right around. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. All righty then. Pat, Mark, and Ronnie J, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, go get your good morning this week. And may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game.